Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Leaves and welcome to episode 31 of Coach Talk. Uh, Today's Tuesday. As I mentioned to you guys last week, in my opinion, this is the most important practice day of the week. Uh, Monday, you know, you're coming off a day off. Um, first day back in school for the kids, a lot of new install, usually on Mondays, where you're adding some new wrinkles in the game plan uh, based on what you did last week, or, or, or on top of what you did last week, um, and now tailored to, to this week's opponent. So Monday sometimes can be you know, a, a little hot and cold. Usually the energy is there, but the, the execution isn't always there because there's some new things and it's, you know, the kids are kind of getting back into the flow. Now Tuesday, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're into the middle of the week now as far as school goes, um, you're not coming off a day off. You, you've installed most of the new stuff. And now today is where you want to put it all together and, and feel like you have your best day of full work, uh, some more full contact and, and things like that. Um, just a sideline hustle update. I had a pretty exciting day the last last 24 hours or really the last 12 hours. Uh, like 1 a.m. yesterday. I, I don't know if you guys saw the teach tape I did yesterday on uh, Devonte Adams, uh, how to beat press coverage. He uh, posted that on his Instagram story. Uh, last night, like 1 a.m., and that's been—it's been a really cool response. Picked up a ton of followers and attention, and and he—he he, he really brought a lot of awareness to us on Instagram. And then uh, Taylor Gabriel, the receiver for the Bears, uh, who I have a lot of respect for, and actually have a lot of film of, and have been meaning to do a lot of Taylor Gabriel teach tapes. He sent me a clip of a, of a good stretch release, and he stacked the defender and and caught a deep ball uh, from last weekend. He's, he DM'd me a clip on Instagram. And said for the culture, and and told me how much he respects, you know, the work we're doing on Instagram, and and how helpful everything, all the all the clips that we're putting out there are for for young kids, and and sent me, you know, basically footage to, to make a teach shape with, and 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 use to teach with. So, really cool, really exciting, you know, two really exciting interactions with those two guys. Uh, it's it's inspiring, it's motivational, but you know, it's a, just a, it's a huge confidence booster uh, to hear from some of the best players in the game, and 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 have your work recognized by them. And I think it's something that, uh, you know, just continues to fuel what we're doing and just gives me more confidence that, that we're onto something. You know, I think that's pretty proven at this point. Like I was looking at the, the Instagram video numbers recently. We have like the last 20 videos, like 18 of them have been 10, 15,000 views or more. Uh, so the attention's really been, been growing and, and it's been cool. It's been cool to talk to kind of the day one supporters and talk to them throughout it, whether they're my friends or even just people who I didn't know uh, who've been following the sideline hustle, you know, since the very beginning, and to hear, hear, hear them kind of come along for the ride, how exciting it is for them. It's it's even more so exciting for me, kind of putting it together every day and trying to plan and and do more and more. Um, I think we have some really really exciting things on the horizon, and and I think those things are going to blow up even more, knowing that you know NFL stars are are paying attention to our content, and and 
I think when our content is good enough, they will interact with it and engage and, and shout it out to, to the public. And that's the greatest way for us to grow, I think, is is putting out a lot of posts, is, is volume, uh, uh, you know, having a, a great volume of posts, providing great value and, and making sure that every post, you know, is, is teaching people something and, and providing value. And then collaborations uh, is kind of the third thing I focus on, whether it's getting other people's podcasts or the way I, I collaborate, the way I've kind of hacked collaborations is uh, doing teach tapes of different NFL athletes, trying to get them to engage or people who, who they know to engage with it uh, in support of, of their game. And that's worked out really well for us and obviously just worked out with Devonta Adams and, and will soon with Taylor Gabriel when I make this teach tape. So exciting stuff for us. Um, I'm going to try to uh, end the week with some Q&A. We haven't done Q&A in a while, so I'll, I'll post something on Instagram. Definitely send your questions in to be answered here on Coach Talk. Uh, the press release challenge is still up for this week. So if you're listening and, and have some great press releases, send them in. I just haven't made the video yet, kind of announcing it. I'll probably do that tomorrow or Thursday when I get to it and just get like a compilation of good press releases and announce that that's the cutters giveaway for the week. So keep your eye out for that. Um, and, and you know, that's, that's pretty much it for the announcements. Uh, I got a cool video on hand combat at the line of scrimmage, how to beat press man with hand combat up today. Uh, I, I realized going through some of the press releases yesterday on the page, there wasn't a lot of, of examples versus physical corner play and not, not enough examples of, of the hand combat and what to do when corners put their hands all over you. So I, I tried to make a video last night and this morning, uh, um, you know, kind of analyzing that and, and talking about how to beat very physical press coverage. So that's up there right now. Take a look at that. Um, as far as the topic for today, uh, for Coach Talk, I wanted to talk about practice tempos. Uh, the different practice tempos, the different ways coaches structure practice as far as are you going full speed or are you going half speed, you know, whatever it is, and kind of break that down for you guys. Um, and it's it's a uh, poignant time to do that because uh, yesterday we we had uh, we were in a non-contact speed. One of the receivers uh, got lit up on a crossing route and got the wind knocked out of him. It was a very scary injury. Luckily, he's fine and, and will be okay. He just got the wind knocked out of him, but it, it looked like it might be more serious at first. So it's, it's relevant uh, as far as we're concerned. Um, to kind of talk about practice tempos and explain that. So obviously the first tempo uh, is full speed. Um, in in college high, in college football and certainly the NFL, you rarely go full contact, which means that you are playing full speed. Uh, you can cut block uh, up front on the offensive line. You're, you're tackling and bringing guys to the ground, and it's it's basically scrimmage tempo, and and you're playing just like a real game. You only really see that in the preseason. Uh, the higher level Division One. You know, NFL for sure, you only see it a couple times in preseason. Uh, and then high school, there are some programs. I know like old school Bosco used to go full contact, you know, during the week. We've done it at times. Uh, definitely in, in high school, I think there's more uh, full contact during the season than there are kind of the higher levels you get. But but the first tempo is full contact. That is, you know, just like a game, all regular rules. Um, but, but you're going full speed and bringing it guys to the, game, to the ground. Uh, the most commonly used tempo, in my opinion, is, is what we call thud tempo which means that you're live up front for the first three seconds, uh, I, I believe, maybe it's five seconds. Um, there's no cut blocking allowed in the offensive line, and you are not allowed, and, and the defense isn't supposed to knock people to the ground. You're going to fit up for the tackle, you're going to wrap them up, and you're going to thud them up, and you're going to make it so they can't move and they can't finish the run. It's clear that they're tackled, but you're going to slow up a little bit and not bring them to the ground because the number one way guys get hurt in practice, just in football in general, is being tossed to the ground. That's how you twist a knee, twist an ankle, you know, fall on your wrist the wrong way, get tangled up with someone. 
uh, get rolled up on, you know. So, so what you do to kind of keep everyone healthy, but still keep the speed and competitiveness high, as you call it thud tempo, where it is full contact up front. Uh, you are able to make a play on the ball in the air. Like if it's a jump ball, the defense can bat it down. It's it's you know fully competitive there. But it's when you're going to tackle guys, you try to keep them up and try to keep them standing so the guys aren't on the ground. Then there's tag tempo. Tag tempo is a huge disadvantage for the defense, but it's very necessary uh, to practice at times with guys healthy. Tag tempo means you're gonna you're gonna fit up and kind of like get in position, but then just tag them off. You're not gonna you're not going to, to wrap them up. You're not gonna deliver a blow. In thud, you're allowed to deliver a blow. Uh, in tag tempo, you're not gonna deliver a blow. You're just gonna get in position. Everyone will have assumed that you made the play by being in position, and you kind of tag off. Uh, for the offense, you know, we're emphasizing finish all the time, finish over the top. So a lot of times tag tempo can make the defense look bad because, yeah, we're just getting tagged. But we're getting, we're taking the ball, puncturing the defense and getting north right away. And it looks like a big gain for us. And a lot of times in high school, especially with young, emotional kids, you know, a kid will catch the ball, split two defenders and, and act like he goes to score. You know, in full contact, he's probably getting tackled. Maybe he does a great job of piercing the defense and getting north, but he's probably getting tackled. But then he can hoot and holler and make it look like it was a big play. And then defensive guys lose their cool. They start getting competitive and they say, screw tag tempo, and they start hitting people. And now that's when guys start to get hurt. So that, that's like a big kind of point of contention with tag tempo. I very much feel for the defense. I think it's very hard to teach your defense to practice at tag tempo because the number one you're preaching is aggressiveness and swarming to the football. But then you're asking them to slow up. A lot of times coaches will say in tag tempo that they don't want the defense to make a play on the ball in the air. So that way, if it's a jump ball, you're not both jumping for it and landing on each other, risking injury. So a, a lot of times, tag tempo is favored for the offense, but I think that's very necessary, uh, you know, just to keep everyone healthy, especially for seven on seven when it's 100% pass and the defense outnumbers the offense uh, pass coverage. Um, and then the last tempo is walkthrough tempo. Uh, which is, you know, as, as it sounds, walkthrough, usually the day before a game, sometimes like we have a 10 minute walkthrough before practice where everyone's just going to walk and step to their gaps on defense. You're going to step to your blocking assignments or, or walk or jog through your routes on offense, but there's no balls being thrown. There's no play on the ball. You're just walking through your assignments, how you would fit up the run on offense, on defense, uh, how you would block it up on offense, how you run the route, et cetera, walkthrough tempo. And we had an issue yesterday in practice where we had seven on seven, it's tag tempo, and we had one of the receivers get cleaned out on a crossing route, which in live football, that's the way the linebacker should play it. I understand. Um, in tag tempo, it's a little like I usually don't gripe about these things. It's football. I, I get it. Um, I was concerned there because it, it's, it's tough for us as receivers. We're so vulnerable when the defense knows, A, it's 100 percent pass. B, in this drill, they were dropping eight. So it's eight on four or five receivers. There's not a lot of room to go. Um, but the defense has no threat of a run and all this, and we're out there running clean routes looking for the ball, and we can get our heads taken off at any point. Uh, seven on seven, you know, you try to keep it tag, and there was, you know, some some competitive stuff. He ended up knocking the kid over. Luckily, he's fine. Um, but, you know, it was good inspiration for this episode, and glad we can kind of smile about it now that the kid's going to be healthy and, and is feeling all right. Uh, but that's it for today. You know, running out of time right now. Uh, practice tempos. Hopefully that was educational for you guys. Episode 31 of Coach Talk. This is Coach Leibs. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Reach. Hold up, brother. Let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. Never wanna see my town. I, I, I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line now. Running track or running back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track.
See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Yeah.